Hey, I'm Anna. I'm Daisy. Welcome to Becoming Mama, our safe space podcast all about navigating parenthood and doing it your way. Enjoy the episode, guys. Hey, guys, welcome back to Becoming Mama, or if this is your first time, then welcome. It's so nice to have you here. This is a completely safe space for parents to come and listen when there is absolutely no judgment. We basically just get a different mum on every single week and have a chat and open up some honest conversations about things around motherhood that we feel aren't talked about enough to hopefully make you feel less alone. So we're so excited to have this guest on today. She's a fitness influencer and an athlete for my protein, and she's due very, very soon. So let's hope she doesn't go into labour during the next half an hour. It's Annie Ramage. Hi, guys. Hi, Annie, it's so nice to have you on. Thank you so much for having me, girls. Honestly, like, I was listening to uh, quite a few episodes. Um, oh. As I've found it so hard to find podcasts that are just kind of, you know, like lifestyle, yeah. than, like the serious mum chat. It's just nice to actually just listen to people that I actually follow as well on social media. So when I came across your podcast, I was like, this is amazing. Oh, you <laughs> babe thank you that's exactly why we started it because we, we thought the same thing we were like there's some really good mum podcasts out there but they are quite like professional aren't they yeah, we really yeah. wanted like just like a girly chat one where we're all kind of similar ages and we're all just like getting to grips with this on our own and we just can be so honest and like talk about social media and all the stuff that we're going through together so I'm so glad you feel that that's worked <laughs> yeah definitely I think it's always nice to kind of just have a genuine chit chat rather than exactly. anything too formal or anything like that exactly so on that note how are you feeling because I know as Anna said you're super close to your due date and we are so glad that we managed to get you before you're all consumed with your newborn and your newborn bubble um so how have you been and how have you found being pregnant during this pandemic um so I mean so close to the due date now I I'm just really excited um you'll probably see by my stories like I have no fear of birth at all like you know I've never experienced it before so i don't know why I should Mm. kind of worry myself for something I've never experienced Mm. um so I've always been super excited I think that's because I've always been so maternal so I'm just very very excited I think being pregnant during the pandemic it's going to be hard if I was to ever get pregnant again because I would obviously compare it to this one yeah um obviously like I've literally seen I saw my mum when I was I think 13 weeks pregnant and she hasn't seen me since oh Oh, that's tough so like I haven't seen any of my family like my sister she hasn't seen me pregnant at all um because I live in Birmingham I live three hours away from all my family like I have no one here um I think because I'm quite a strong independent person like I kind of just get on with things so for myself it's kind of it has affected me some days but other than that like because I run my own business yeah I've just been so so busy I actually haven't thought about seeing people and being pregnant yeah Yeah. how interesting though I actually I feel like most people do manage to find a way somehow to see family or whatever and like meet outside or or, or all that but god I I, that's really tough though I know if you're close to your family like I guess I've been doing FaceTimes or anything or like trying to you know like Zoom calls or anything like that because it's it feels it must feel like you've missed out on quite a big thing I guess as well having like family baby showers and stuff like that you've kind of had to miss out yeah like my friends have had to like send me parcels rather than me going to see them and 
you know, it's just, it's been quite hard. Like I do have a few friends around near me that I've made living in Birmingham. And obviously we've been on like socially distanced walks, which I'm so, so grateful for that I can mm-hmm. do that. Um, And like my neighbour and stuff, she's got twins and, oh. you know. How tra- old are her twins? Um, they are... I think they're six months old now. They're oh, that's lovely. Wow. There isn't too much of an age gap between your little Yeah. So she's been yeah. lovely. So it's been nice to kind of just have her support. And then my sister-in-law, she's got um, our niece. And mm. yeah, she's the same age as me as well. So we get that's on really great. well. Yeah. So it's to be honest... I've I've always been the sort of person to turn a negative into a positive. So I've yep. I have actually enjoyed my pregnancy. I can't actually say there's been anything negative about it other than not seeing people. Oh I love yeah. that. So good. I love your your positive attitude. <laughs> <laughs> um we said in the intro that you're very into fitness and we're really excited to chat to you a bit more about that. So for anyone who doesn't know, Annie is an online coach and she has her own private membership page called sweat and shine as well as providing lots of free workout content and advice on her public page um i think it's great that women are more confident now to exercise during pregnancy and i think it's thanks to people like annie showcasing that if you have no underlying health issues and you do it safely there's loads of benefits yeah so has fitness always played a big part in your life yeah so i've always been really sporty since i was young like i was always in every single netball team and I was always mm-hmm. like in trying to do everything at school um and then I used to run for like my county um I used to do 100 meter sprint up until like I think I was about 18 um so I've always been very very sporty and very active um and then I actually fell into the makeup artist world <laughs> very very different um, and I thought it was something that I wanted to pursue but for me, I just love helping people and engaging with um, like clients and being able to change their lives around mentally and physically. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing this now for four years. This will be my fourth year. Um, and I started live workouts in the first lockdown. So I used to just do online plans mm. uh, and like online just coaching. And then first lockdown hit and I thought I'm gonna do some live workouts just because I need to work out so I'm gonna work out with like my followers Mm. um and we just grew an incredible community like I have clients from all over the world and it's amazing like the the mental side of it like I think a lot of people think fitness is always about changing your physique but realistically the endorphins and the mental gains that you can get from Mm. this absolutely incredible yeah so it can really like change your way like I guess if you're going through a tough time and even if you're not looking to change your body you could just start working out solely for the mental benefits as well yeah like your body releases endorphins so it releases an energy so basically like even when you're going into pregnancy your body releases endorphins and oxytocin so it's the same as when you're working out like if you're working out to a really good song like your body automatically gets Mm. this shiver and like you mentally start to feel good um so my brand is all about working out to feel confident strong and being happy physical changes will come after you've figured all that out I love that have you found you've um massively sort of changed your style of training since you've been pregnant or are you doing kind of similar things but just lowering the intensity when you feel like you need to 
Um, so for myself, I didn't actually find out I was pregnant till I was nine weeks, I think it was. Oh, wow. That's quite late on. Yeah, I didn't have a clue. Um, I mean, we can talk about it later, but I couldn't fall pregnant. So it wasn't something that crossed my mind. Um, so throughout fitness and being pregnant, I've had to adapt certain things so like I wouldn't do like a load of core workout yeah because it can create like ab separation etc if you train it like if you do crunches and things like that um so further on in my pregnancy it's only now I'm 37 weeks I I'm not lifting any weights or using any resistance bands I'm literally now just using body weight so I feel quite lucky in the sense that I've been able to keep my strength and keep the maintaining my workouts right up until now um there's actually a lot you can do um being pregnant and training a lot of people think um you know like you said in the beginning if you have trained before and if your doctor midwife has given you the go-ahead to stay active etc definitely stay active and if you're working out stay working out but it's not something I would advise starting if you are pregnant and never done it before because fitness in pregnancy is always about maintaining what you already have rather than kind of throwing yourself into right. the deep end. Yeah. 100%. That's really good advice. And also on your, um, we wanted to touch on, on your Instagram, you've done some really amazing posts lately on kind of, well, not transformations, but like, you a picture of you at like week five of your pregnancy and you're looking like really lean really shredded and then a picture next to it of you at like 35 weeks or so obviously looking like a lot like very different to how you looked in the first picture because you're getting further and further along in your pregnancy how have you actually found seeing your body change because I feel like that's something that's not really spoken about either yeah you know it's it's a lot of people every time I do it message me and say you know thank you so much for posting this because mm. as a woman we you know as soon as we start gaining weight we kind of automatically mentally think oh my gosh like this is crazy you start to kind of overthink a lot of things but yeah. during pregnancy I think it's very very important for people to understand that we're not gaining fat you know, mm. up to our third trimester, our blood comes up to an extra 50% in our body. Yeah. So there is so much to take into consideration. We've got obviously the fluids in our body. We've got the blood that um, increases for the baby. The percentage. Yes, exactly. So I think it's been amazing for me to show the transformation in my body and how the woman's body can transform because for myself I've never actually seen this posted via social media as a fitness influencer Mm. um how your body can change and you know for myself people always always say to me how much have you gained but for myself it's not important um I will never state how much I've gained just because I'm not gaining fat I'm I'm growing a human (laughs) gaining a human you're so different yeah so you know, I always say to my clients or anybody that messages me, like, please do embrace this huge blessing. Like, you're not gaining fat is what we need to mentally understand. There is so much more going on in our body. Like, we have a placenta. It's one thing in our body that is temporary. It's an organ that's temporary. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's so, like, 
it's so fascinating um so I think it's been for myself I haven't actually um struggled with weight gain or anything like that um you know I have actually gained a lot of weight people probably won't even think because I work out and stuff but I actually have um but you know I'm embracing that because I'm able to grow our daughter (laughs) oh exactly so well said I'm just wondering also actually do you feel there's kind of a stigma of like you know that bouncing back after you have the baby as well um you know with sort of like and also you can look like for me I I remember looking in the mirror and being like oh god you know I have got like a pouch of fat there that I didn't have before and all of that and although you know a lot of you is like no I don't care like you know I've just built this like grown this amazing human and it's all amazing I think it is there is a bit of a tough thing there when it comes to sort of getting back to your old like body in that way do you feel like are you planning on exercising straight away or are you just so chilled and like you know not worried at all about the post baby body so for me I am looking at my body as a blank canvas there is no way that I'm going to work out to look like I did before yeah like I am a completely new person if that means I have excess skin then I have excess skin like I will work out to for the body that I have been given mm, after growing mm. my daughter, rather than working out for the body that I had before, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that. that's exactly yeah. what it should be. Like your body's never going to be exactly the same. No. Like from carrying a baby, your hips are wider. Like things, things yeah. just change. Mm. Just like thinking of your body for what it can do and has done. I feel like I've never had as much, even though I wasn't like a hundred percent happy a few weeks postpartum with my body yeah. in the way like aesthetically because I don't feel like anyone fully would be no matter how confident you are I yeah, just I agree. more respect for it than I've ever had before because mm-hmm. of what it's been through yeah I think you be- you become more thankful and like you enjoy what you have been blessed with like your body there mm. is so much our body can do like we can move every single day like that is such a blessing mm-hmm. and I, and you're right you know I have gained more um cellulite you know I've gained extra weight on my arms like, like literally everywhere and obviously postpartum you, I don't believe in the word bounce back um no. because I just, I just think it's impossible um <laughs> but I think it's very important for me to say this on this podcast that if anybody is worrying about bouncing back postpartum please please think of yourself as a blank canvas and a new chapter in your life and work with what you've been given love Love it thanks for saying Mm -hmm. that that's so important to have out there especially I think because obviously you are like a a, you're a fitness influencer and I think you what's amazing about you is you're not at all promoting anything other than you know like you said before but doing it for your mental health or doing it just to make yourself it's not at all about you know being super skinny or anything stupid like that is it I can tell no no definitely not no, no, love that. Okay, so moving on, you actually touched on this a little bit. So let's let's go into it a bit deeper. Uh, we've seen on your Instagram that you obviously suffer from a tumor which has affected your fertility, um, if I'm not mistaken. And we actually wrote, found out that approximately one in eight couples are affected by infertility. So it's so important to talk about, and we would love to open up the conversation a bit um, and just find out about your journey with it. Because I mean, it must have been quite difficult finding out that that was obviously something that was coming into your life. Yeah, so, you know, it's been quite hard, I think, because people always say to me, um, like, so basically one of my posts kind of 
um, started getting reposted mm. on lots of different pages and people were saying that my pregnancy was easy because I haven't had sickness or anything like that. But I think people need to start understanding the backstory. You know, it's taken me three years to fall pregnant. Mm. Um, so basically, um, it, when I first got diagnosed with this, I literally, I didn't know anybody with it. I was Googling everything and like, yeah. I was like hashtagging it as well, seeing if anyone had posted <laughs> and like, there was just nothing there. So basically I have naturally high prolactin levels, um, which basically is a tumor in the, it's, it's a hormone in the brain, um, which releases um prolactin when a lady is pregnant so during pregnancy every single lady has high prolactin levels okay um mine actually were naturally high I didn't know um why they were super high but it actually came down to being the pill that I was on and I just want to say this is my experience of the pill Mm. um I'm not going to say the name just because I think I don't want to worry people, etc. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was on this pill for, I think it was like eight years. Um, and one day I was at work and I just had like a really bad headache, but because I worked in retail at the time, I just put it down to like, you know, Christmas time, super busy dehydration. And I was just like super like tired. Um, but it actually lasted about a week. And then one day my boobs started leaking milk. Yeah, um, prolactin really? is, is like a milk making kind of hormone, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah. How funny! So, did you yeah. think you might be pregnant or something crazy like that? Yeah, so I was cleaning oh. at home and oh, I was thinking, God. "Why is my dressing gown so wet?" And then I was oh like, my "Oh my gosh. gosh!" Yeah, I thought, "Oh my gosh, I'm pregnant," and like I haven't had a clue. Oh. Um, so I rang my doctor straight away, and um, she was asking me loads of questions. Have you had headaches? all of this and I was like yeah I have actually had a headache she was like right you need to come straight down um oh. long story short I had blood tests etc my prolactin levels were really really high they then meant to be around I think it's around 400 normal but mine were like over 2000 oh, so God. yeah very very high um and I was having visual disturbances in my right eye to the point where I had to shut my eye because I just basically couldn't see out of it mm. Um, had loads of MRI scans, etc. Came back. I had um, a tumor on my on my hormone in my head. Um, instantly given a medication called cabergoloin. Um, a lot of women actually take this if they are still like leaking milk and they want to stop breastfeed. Um, and it also helps bring your levels down. So I instantly started taking that. Um, and they normally recommend you to take it for like a year just to see how it works. Mm. Um, but I ended up taking it for like up until I got pregnant, basically. So for three years, um, my levels went down to 521, which still isn't normal, but it's a very like low number considering yeah. what I was on. Yeah. Um, and I said to my doctor, you know, like I at, at the time I was had to count how old I was then I was 23 mm-hmm. um, and I said to my doctor you know like I'm so maternal like I would love to get pregnant so I just want to know if this is going to cause any issues and she was like I'll be totally honest the fact you're 
uh, prolactin levels are super high, it will cause you infertility. And I just felt like it was a huge kick in the teeth. I just thought I'm never going to have kids. Oh, and that's huge. Like, like even for just someone, for anyone, that's huge. But like you said, you were so maternal. I can't imagine like that was like to hear. I I was just kind of like, what? Yeah. And like I rang my mum straight away, and I was just, I was just so upset. I was like, I've got this tumor, and now I'm going to stress, so it's going to make it even worse. I can't have children. And like even my sister, like my sister's an overthinker, so she was like worried. Aww, yeah. And it, it was just kind of like, and it sounds really awful, but like friends who were getting pregnant around me, I just I felt really sour. Yeah. Mm. And you know, I think if anyone who can't fall pregnant, I think they will probably agree with me on this. Like anyone around you who's falling pregnant, super easy you do get really annoyed and you do get really upset and you think like why is it not happening to me and then they're moaning about their pregnancy because they're fed up and you're just thinking like but I can't get pregnant yeah that's so really interesting. It, it's it was it was crazy and then long story short obviously I was on these tablets for such a long time I was trying to like meditate to bring like my levels down, just trying yeah. to really calm and relax myself. I reduced my training so I wasn't straining myself as much. And then um, in the first lockdown, I obviously we was at home, we were super relaxed and me and my partner obviously were together all the time. So mm. oxytocin was released and mm. it was it was crazy. So I remember um, that's when I said to you, I didn't find out till I was nine weeks pregnant I um I didn't even think anything of it because my period my periods were regular but they sometimes I might have gone instead of coming on on the 21st day I might have come on and like around 30 days so it was never kind of consistent in that sense um so by like my app I would have been like 10 days overdue yeah and then I remember eating a certain like some Caribbean food which I absolutely love <laughs> and I just didn't enjoy it I was like I don't enjoy this and like you know when you're a passenger in the car and you're thinking oh I feel a bit sick yeah. <laughs> I just felt a bit like oh and then I but I didn't think I was pregnant because I just thought I can't get pregnant so yeah. I'm definitely not pregnant well yeah actually before we move on did you genuinely think you were never going to have kids like even at that point like this is literally this yeah. year did you really think you were not ever going to get pregnant yeah honestly wow like, oh my god on these tablets what for... did it feel like when you did that did you yeah, have been crazy like soon after like going off Caribbean food did that prompt yeah, you so I think it was literally like a couple of days after yeah me and Dale my partner we drove past the pharmacy yeah and I said to him like I still haven't come on do you reckon I should just nip in there and get a test I was like I'm definitely not pregnant. Yeah. I can't get pregnant can I yeah and he was like why not I bought the cheapest one in there because I thought I'm not going to spend a fortune <laughs> it's going to be negative yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> I grabbed it and then um, it was actually, he went to see his friends because um, this mm. was, you know, when lockdown was eased and we could all yeah, go out. Yeah, that's summertime. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. So I had this test and I text my friend and I was like, should I just do it now? And she was like, if you're pregnant, you're pregnant. And I just oh. thought, do you know what? She's right because if I yes. am, then it'll just come up, won't it? Yeah. 
So Dale was out and I thought, oh, I'm just going to do it. So I did it and I left it in the bathroom for a couple of minutes. I thought, oh my God, like imagine oh. if I am, what, what, what would I do? <laughs> yeah. I turned it over and I was like, oh my God. What did you feel like? What was that moment? Like, how was it? I I actually started laughing. <laughs> and I was, yeah, I was literally like, I kept looking at it thinking like, what? Like yeah, how? like no way. Yeah, like how has this happened? It must be wrong because I think even when you, I've said this before, but even when it's planned, it's still like a shock and just so much to take in. So yeah, like, being told that that couldn't happen, oh to my god, peeing on a stick and seeing that it was happening and real, it, I can't even imagine what that would have felt like. Yeah, so it was so crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I thought, right, I'm going to leave it an hour because I had another one in the box. I thought I'll leave it, leave it an hour and then I'll do it again. It might have just been like a false negative or something. <laughs> no, you never know. I get that. Yeah, you would a want to take positive, it back. Sorry. Yeah. So um, anyway, I did, I did another one. And again, it was really, really strong lines. And I was oh like, my oh, my gosh. I, I rang my mum straight away. Was he still out? Yeah, Dale was still out. And um, but I had to ring my mum straight away. Like, you know, when you just have to tell someone. Yeah, yeah I would have rung my mum as well. Yeah, I would have done yeah. exactly. What did she say? I said to her, I was like, are you on your own? She was like, yeah, why? And I was like, I'm pregnant. She was like, she started laughing. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, she my God. Like, really? I was like, yeah, look. And she oh. was like, oh, my gosh. I don't know oh. what to say. And I was <laughs> like, oh, no, I can't believe it. Because it's so, because I, I guess you didn't expect it at all. You weren't, you weren't prepared or like plan, like plan, you know, because it wasn't in the, in the plans for you. It must've been like, oh my God, what do I do now? <laughs> like, I'm actually having a baby. How did you tell Dale? So I was, I didn't want to tell him to like come home from his friends. I was just kind of mm. like really relaxed and he was like, he was just chilling. And then he was like, oh, I'm just going to pop and see so-and-so. And I was thinking, oh my oh, God. God, just come home. <laughs> and, um, and then he ended up coming back about, I think it was like 9pm. And I just left them like on the side. And, oh um, yeah, and then he was like looking for something. And I was like, oh, they're just there. And um, he was like, oh, where? And it was like, obviously the sticks. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, oh my God. That's <laughs> and he didn't believe me. He had to check the box. <laughs> oh, bless. No, to be fair, also, I don't know if guys understand the, the sort of line stuff as much as we do. So he might not yeah. have anyway oh so obviously he checked the box and he was like okay then and I, was like, <laughs> I know and then I was trying to like figure out how like how far I was and stuff mm. and then on on this um online calculator thing it said like four weeks and I thought oh god that's so early ended up going for my scan and she was like oh you're nine weeks and five oh, days yeah. and I was like what yeah <laughs> this is very far along that's how many how many months is that sorry I'm just trying to figure, is that the end of your first trimester or no like no uh nearly yeah I think wow. like nearly is it is it 13 weeks isn't it yeah. I'm at math I can't even get get there in my head I'm like what is nine weeks yeah so like three weeks I've three... been over my first trimester wow that is actually oh, crazy like, I know you said that you went off food slightly, but did you have any other symptoms? Like, I'm guessing you didn't really have any sickness or... No, so the, uh, that's the only time um, I didn't really enjoy the food. And I, yeah. I've only had it 
twice since but other than that I was absolutely starving yeah in my in my second trimester I gained all my weight basically I literally couldn't stop eating tuna I think you just have to listen to your body and it's obviously it's like it's telling you what to eat because of certain things isn't it like I've read you're craving things it's because you're needing the minerals in certain foods and things like there's always an actual like scientific reason to what you're craving exactly and like so many people say like you know shouldn't up your calories to your third trimester but for me it was it's completely you know I'm an online coach and qualified pre and postnatal trainer Mm. and you know I always say to my clients if you are hungry you need to eat like your body is telling you you're hungry and for me in my third trimester I've probably gained like a pound two pound yeah I think much harder to actually eat later on because also when yeah. you get everything's kind of squished doesn't it it's kind of almost yeah harder to actually eat a full meal because you just yeah. eat so quickly so I definitely agree with that I did the majority of my eating and I was definitely the most hungry in, in my second trimester so I think you just do have to listen to your body because I think as well baby obviously has like a growth spurt don't yeah. they so you kind of need more nutrition within your second trimester no definitely but yeah it's it's crazy how like now because I always see people say online that they felt quite sick towards the end and I'm thinking does that mean I'm going into labor <laughs> come on <laughs> that be, like quite a lot of women are sick or feel sick during labor I was really sick um, yeah I have heard this yeah and it's just your body like expelling things yeah I I kind of felt like things were happening and then we ate like a massive meal which didn't help I was like oh I need to like carb up get ready for this marathon that's about yeah (laughs) so I had to have an anti-sickness jab because I was sick but I think it is quite normal and it's just your body kind of getting rid of of things before yeah it's just like you know when it's time of the month as well you you feel a bit like oh run down and quite sickly don't you so I can imagine, obviously, you, you two have both been through labour, um, mm. so I can imagine, like, it's the same thing, but I'm just so excited to, like, oh. every time I go to the toilet, I'm like, have I lost my plug? <laughs> yeah, like, please. Uh, yeah. You. Like, literally, I wait to do it all over again. Like, I, I feel like when you're pregnant, people are weirdly, like, so keen to tell you negative stories and experiences I mean I think there is a lot more positivity around it now with him yeah it's changed a bit you know like when I was pregnant I just heard so many like negative stories and honestly like when I found out when I find out that anyone is pregnant I just say to them I'm so excited for you to go through it because it is the most incredible empowering experience like I cannot wait to do it all over again I'm so excited for you yeah exactly like when people always say to me now like you know how do you feel and I'm like oh I'm feeling good and then obviously they'll have had however many children yeah. or just one and they're like oh well this 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 and this happened to me and x yeah. y and z and I'm just thinking like for myself um as a first time like mother I wouldn't ever you know a lot of people out there are petrified of birth and yeah, that's you know, I do hypnobirthing and my tutor always says to me like she works with a lot of people who are very very terrified and I think some for myself obviously my social media platform I would only share certain extent obviously there's been honest but then there's just been too much and scaring people in yeah. there. 
I think it is, we do need to be kind of careful of how we approach people with our, like, journeys and such. Totally. And I also think you've touched on it with hypnobirthing, but such a big part of going into labor is just your mindset. And you're going in with the most incredible mindset. It's going to literally change the entire experience for you, like compared to if you went in with that terrified feeling. And I do think probably a lot of the women who are the ones who spread those negative stories, I mean, no hate to them at all, because you know, they're still super women, they had the babies as well. But I think they're going into it with that negative mindset. And it doesn't help when they're then having, you know, because then they're thinking, Oh, my God, I'm in pain. Oh, my God, this is rubbish like you know but if you turn it and look at it as you know I mean Anna always says something amazing where she says it does it wasn't pain for her it was like it was it felt right it didn't feel wrong it feels like it's it's not the same as normal pain so just if you just think of it that way it's not gonna feel bad and it's not bad it's incredible no I I think pain is like when I, I would never describe it as pain like I describe it as intense but it never feels bigger than you it's like I actually really enjoyed the feeling of like with each contraction you can actually feel your baby moving down I think that's what I loved about hypnobirthing is actually understanding the process and what was happening and yeah I'd never say it was it was pain because pain is like yeah pain is is like sad isn't it I associate pain with but nothing's wrong you can feel exactly why everything is happening you're going to be amazing (laughs) you are just back quickly I just wanted to touch on um I've seen I think on your stories that the the tumor that you have means that you've been advised to bottle feed is that right um with my head I can produce milk but because of my prolactin levels being higher in pregnancy and I have had some visual field disturbances in my right eye it is advised to go straight back on my tablets as soon as I as soon as I give birth and so with the tablets that I'll go on it will instantly stop um Mm. breast milk so for my own safety um it is better to go back on these tablets to reduce any head tension um and also obviously because where the tumor is it crosses near your eyes and if it grows you can actually become blind so for my own health and safety it's better for me to go back on these tablets no definitely that makes yeah. complete sense me and we both bottle fed and that was that's really good to know yeah you know people don't talk about it like obviously it's great that people like talk about how amazing breastfeeding is because it is it's so amazing and there are so many benefits but I feel like you don't often hear people talk about bottle feeding Um, obviously like we both bottle fed but that was by choice but because I knew that you've been advised medically not to I just was wondering how it feels kind of not having the choice like was breastfeeding something that you really wanted to do and you feel like that's being taken away from you or do you feel quite comfortable I mean it's what's best for you so there's no so for myself um I mean I'm self-employed so I don't get maternity leave like people um and it hasn't actually bothered me that I can't breastfeed and that's purely because Dale can also create a bond with our daughter um and I think that's so important because it's our brand and we both work from home it'll be so nice for him to be able to do as much as he can as well as much as I can and especially if we go see family she can create a bond with my parents and like his his dad and 
you know, rather than just kind of being dependent on myself. But that is, you know, my own thoughts and my, you know, own thinking. And because I don't get maternity leave, um, it's it would have obviously tied me down too much. <laughs> of course. And also, I, I just love that answer because, I, yeah, I want to kind of reassure you that, like, bottle feeding is fantastic. Like, bre- breastfeeding yeah. is great. But I did feel there was, like, a slight almost like a pressure in the hospitals and also like just from people afterwards where I did see a lot of like I remember seeing a poster in hospital that was said like breast is best or something and I actually nearly went up I nearly went up to the receptionist and said can you take that down because it really offends me because like I know they also didn't mention the words bottle feeding in the hospital when I was there and midwives and hospitals are amazing but I do feel like they 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 don't give that option of bottle feeding as much as they should in this day and age and I was like I remember crying my eyes out when I first um had Savannah because I was like I wasn't able to breastfeed very easily. And I was like, well, I can't feed my child. Like she's going to, and she was so tiny that I thought she was going to literally waste away. And I was like, what do I yeah. do? Like, I just need to feed my child. So I just said to a midwife, like, can I please do some bottle feeding? They were like, oh yeah, of course you can. And the second I did it, I felt like the weight of the world was off my shoulders because you see your child being fed and it's the best yeah. feeding ever. So obviously you won't have it quite like that because it's something you're doing straight from the off. But I just, I, there's nothing, there's not one bad thing to say about it. It's it's so like convenient. Your whole family can do it for you as well. Like I know you said it would be lovely for Dale to do it, but even if like your mum wants to bottle feed, she can. And then she gets that moment with your baby as well. So exactly. I think you'll love it and just embrace it. It's brilliant. And it doesn't, you know, fed is best. So that's all that matters. Exactly. That's, you know, I 100%, 100% agree with you there. As long as, you know, our children are getting fed, yeah. then we don't see, you know, the issue. As long as our babies are happy and thriving and yeah. healthy, then fantastic. Exactly. Perfect. Um, okay, so uh, you did actually just touch on this then again, the maternity thing. So let's just quickly talk about that. What is your plan, actually, once she's born in terms of, like, are you giving yourself any time off? Is Dale going to keep working? How are you going to sort of keep running your business for the first few months? So a lot of people always ask me this and obviously I'll be off for about three weeks. <laughs> oh, um, so basically, obviously I run online coaching and live workouts. Mm. Um, so how that will work is I will teach rather than train. So I won't, I won't get signed off till around six weeks, you know, all depends on how the birth goes. Yeah. Touch wood fantastic um but um so yeah around three three and a half weeks I'll go back and teach but I also have two other personal trainers that work um for me and they will continue to provide sessions for my team um whilst I'm away but um Dale also works for like our company so we run it together so he'll be at home so it'll be great the fact that we can just alternate um so our business will just keep running and I'll be back after around three weeks <laughs> oh God, three weeks is so it's just like this I know I guess there were just there are pros and cons though of like working for yourself and being yeah. able to do it from home like it's great you won't yeah leave your baby and you can kind of do it around her but then hard also in the way that just you don't get that set maternity leave do you know I feel really blessed that I've been able to have my own company and you know do it all for myself so for example if I was to do a workout it would be no longer than 45 minutes yeah um and obviously within that time Dale would have her and then we, we would just be doing like emails and content yeah. and check-ins with clients so you know she'll still be with us and we'll still we wouldn't just be like sat at a laptop. We'd still mm. be going out 
walks and you know we work from our phones and our laptops and our iPads so it's very much like we can do it whenever and if she's asleep and we have to stay up late at night then we will stay up late at night yes. to finish our work yeah yeah I think it's going to work really well. That's really, yeah. that's really exciting, actually. Yeah. Um, right, Annie, we could literally talk to you forever, but we're going to wrap it up and ask our final question that we always end um, with asking our guests. So we always finish off by asking for one piece of advice you'd give to other mums or other mums-to-be that are listening. So we'd love to hear what your bit of advice would be. I'm a bigger big big believer in being confident within who you are and I think it's so important to remain in your own lane and not worry about anybody else's journey and whatever you're doing you're doing a fantastic job so never doubt yourself I just got a little like like goosebump moment that was so lovely (laughs) because I think such lovely advice but the way that you started that just saying it's actually about like obviously it's all about the baby but having that remembering to be confident as you as well is so important isn't it like remembering to stay yeah stay who you are even though you become a mom that is lovely thank you so much I mean you have been incredible we are going to wrap it up there but that was literally so informative and you had such beautiful things to say so thank you so so much for spending your evening with us and talking to us Thank you so much for having me, girls. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, you're so welcome. We can't wait to see pictures of the baby girl and you're going to make the most incredible mom. <laughs> yeah. um, just before we finish, I mean, you're probably all already following Annie on Instagram, but for anyone who isn't, can you just share your Instagram handle with everyone? So it's just at Annie Ramage. Amazing. Thank you so much. Good luck with labour. Good luck with your newborn bubble. And we will absolutely be catching up after she's born, if that's okay with you. Um, yes, and, definitely. And thanks so much for listening, everyone. We will talk to you on the next episode. So have a great evening. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're not already, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Our username is Becoming Mama Pod. And also, we would love to hear from you and hear your story. If you'd like to be a guest, email becomingmamapod at gmail.com. You can also find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Talk, Talk to you soon. soon.